this episode of What's the Hazard is being brought to you by these incredibly generous true believers in workplace safety and health. And I am truly grateful for their support. Custom Concrete Specialists, CCS Group, and Cheyenne Wolford. My buddy Jim Cover down at the Nebraska Department of Labor on-site consultation group. Jim and all of his consultants. John Falowich and Falowich Construction Services. And our latest sponsor, Building Omaha. Building Omaha is a partnership between the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, the IBEW, and the National Electrical Contractors Association, NECA. They pair highly trained electrical professionals with industry contractors to ensure they're able to serve customers safely and effectively. Building Omaha, the partnership that powers our city. Learn more at buildingomaha.org. Thank you all. We appreciate your support. All right, now let's get into this episode. Uh, This is Doug Fletcher, and you are listening to What's the Hazard? You are listening to or viewing our podcast on workplace safety and health. Thanks for coming. We appreciate you. Um, thanks to all the sponsors and supporters. Guys, you know I love you, and we appreciate what you're doing to help us with this as well. It is still December 3rd. Um, we just did a really interesting episode. My buddy John Panapinto, EHS manager for a large food processing facility in the area, is with me today. We talked about some of the issues that he was confronted with starting a safety program of this magnitude from scratch. Really interesting, good take-home messages. But... And so I mentioned that you might be one of the few safety professionals that I know that has ever started a program from scratch, you know, I mean, a blank canvas as you described it. So you were able to put your particular preferences, touches on this program. The other thing that you might be one of the only safety professionals that I know of is you have had to deal with the agency. So with OSHA for many more than your share of, of, of interactions. So You've been with this company for about three years, give almost, or take? Almost three years. Now. Almost three years. And in that time, since you are in food processing, which is a, an emphasis area in our state, of course, how many interactions with the agency have you had? Since we opened in uh, September of 2019, I've had 12 investigations. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> which is almost unheard of. I, I would venture to guess that a guy who's been with a contractor for 30 years maybe has 12 interactions with OSHA. Over the course of literally 36 months, give or take, you've had 12 interactions. Had you had an OSHA interaction before that? Never had one before. So with the grain company or certainly not with the military? No. Interesting. Never. But you've had 12. So so I would like to discuss that a little bit. What, you know, before you had this, what were your fears, your feelings? And then over this time, how has that evolved? Yeah, everybody is... When OSHA comes, you have that fear that you're going to be held liable for something that's wrong safety-wise. Right. And I think that's, as a safety professional, it's one thing you never want. Because, uh, you know, I know my drive is to provide that safe environment for the employees. And for someone to come in and tell you that you're, envir- you're doing something wrong safety-wise, you know, it, it hurts. Absolutely. hurts tremendously. Take it very personally. Yeah, it is personal. It's very right. personal. And, um, you know, the first time they came, I was, I was nervous. I, mm-hmm. you know, a brand new facility. I knew we had programs that, you know, we're still working on and that weren't a hundred percent. And I was nervous that they were going to look at something and, and find something mm-hmm. to Just cite us be on. really critical of those. Yeah, absolutely. Knowing that they were new and that they were in progress and yeah, yeah. Abs- that's a valid fear of course, man. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, uh, so 
Now, some of these uh, visits have probably been related to COVID, you know, the COVID protocols and things. In the food processing world here in Nebraska, our the food processing industry has been heavily scrutinized from a COVID standpoint. So some were more related to safety and health practices or procedures, and some were related to COVID, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, I've had everything from, you know, complaints about forklifts investigated to chemicals that are used in the um, the the manufacturing process to to COVID. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's been pretty much the whole the whole gamut. I've had mm-hmm. every every all my programs looked at every from everything from you know my lockout tag out to my respiratory protection. Absolutely. So interesting. And so what what have you learned from that process? I mean after 12 inspections, does it scare you anymore? Does the process scare you? You know, I, it doesn't scare me anymore. It, it, I was to a point during all all these inspections that I had almost, I was almost scheduling or. You knew I, they would be coming. I knew they were coming. I would know yeah. that, you know, hey, it's it's been a month and a half. <laughs> right. it's, they're, they're due to come here. Yeah. And um, I, I got to the point to where. When when they showed up, I, I just put on a happy face, walked out there, mm-hmm. and felt like, "Hi, my name's John. I'm the EHS manager here. You know, how can I help you? What mm-hmm. can, what can I assist you with?" Right. And uh, what I found with these with with OSHA inspectors is they're human beings, and you know they don't. I think they they that first impression that you're there to help them get through this too mm-hmm. because. Uh, is it says a lot and then you know that hopefully helps them formulate a decision that's in your favor Mm -hmm. right right well having been an ocean inspector having been on that side of the of the interaction i can tell you from my experience that when i would arrive at a facility and i would take a raft of shit from some guy who i caught him at a bad time and he wasn't happy to see me I, i can't say that things necessarily went well for them you know i mean um so as subjective as that can be, the way that you treat this inspector, the, the, that initial interaction and that first impression that you mentioned is really important to how this proceeds. And I, I'm not suggesting that you should, you know, allow them to just run over you, but it does matter. I mean, this interpersonal, it does matter. And then that's it. I mean, you're, you don't, yeah, you don't want to be like, put your hands up. But yeah, I'm guilty. You, mm-hmm. you, by all means, defend yourself. Right. But just right. in the end, they're a human being, right? And I think uh, if you assist them with their investigation, if they ask a question, you know, answer the question. Don't don't elaborate any more right. than answering the question. That's good advice. And you know, if they want to see a document, and the providing them the document as soon as you can. And I think they want to close out the case. I would say, and I have never been in OSHA. They mm-hmm. want to close it out probably just as quickly sure. as as of, you want it of to be closed out. Yeah. So I think um, that's what I've learned is, uh, you know, treat them like a human being, answer their questions, answer the question only, mm-hmm. provide the information that they want as soon as possible. And it, it went all of them went well for me. Good. They closed out relatively quickly. Which is remarkable, man. But it is a testament to what you guys have done, too, because a lot of facilities that they would go into, they would not go quite that well. So it is a credit to what you guys have done and your attitude towards safety at your facility. That makes a huge difference. And I think OSHA inspectors can sense that to some degree, particularly the experienced ones. They know when they're in a facility where they care and they know when they're in a facility where they don't care. And that, that is important 
uh, as far as the outcome of these inspections goes. I want to ask you, and to the extent that you feel comfortable answering this, did you find value in OSHA inspections? Did you ever learn anything, or was it was it just a uh, just a a neutral experience, or did you ever? I've gained There's anything always, from it? I think so. There's always stuff that I've I've taken away of you know uh, everything from providing that information, and then if if something wasn't exactly how they wanted to see it you know, answering the question, showing them, hey, we've, we are making those strides. It's just, it's, it's not, you know, spelled out here exactly, mm-hmm. but you, we're moving it forward. Mm-hmm. And even though it's not there documented, which it should be, um, I think they, they must have validated that with interviews or what they right. saw out there. Right. And then taking what they said, hey, yeah, you're doing it, but it should be here. Right, right. That, that's a huge point, man, because there is um, there can be a disconnect between the documentation and the implementation piece. OSHA is heavy on documentation, but safety is about implementation. And so I've seen a lot of employers, they just get behind on the documentation. If I go out there and I can interview an employee or multiple employees and establish that you're doing what you say you're doing, Man, the documentation can be improved. It's it's hard to do the opposite. You know, have a lot of great documentation and nothing happening out there on the floor. That's a big deal. Yeah, I, th- I think that's, you know, we we showed them the program. We showed it was moving forward. They validated it um, with the documentation and interviews. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's what they wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. they made some... I know they don't make recommendations. I, I call them recommendations or suggestions mm-hmm. or... Um, and we make those those recommendations or suggestions. We we do them. We and we implement them in our program, and we move forward. Mm-hmm. If they make sense, yeah, why not? Absolutely. Abs- yeah, r- no doubt. I mean, I do know that. Um, again, in my experience, um, OSHA representatives like to see things a certain way. They're familiar with a certain template, perhaps, or language. I've always encouraged my clients just. Use their language. Use, use the templates that they provide if they make sense for you. When you start changing things dramatically, it, it can confuse the subject a little bit. Absolutely. And that's, you know, I think that's very evident with the COVID, the COVID guidelines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're guidelines. But when I was um, inspected, they used those guidelines as their inspection criteria. Absolutely. And it was, I want to see A, B, and C. And that's a provided it to them they wanted to see it in that you know format and we used the guidelines and that they had on their website mm-hmm. and we were pretty much you know good every time absolutely yeah and and they do have actually with this second um emergency temporary standard the vaccination testing one they do have some really useful templates on the website now for i know that you know these issues have been stayed temporarily or perhaps permanently but i've encouraged people to you know go on the website Pull off those templates, start reading them, and you know, starting to form, formulate a plan. Absolutely, you know? I, that's that's where I got my my tools from. Is that website for this this uh, new this mandate that you know temporarily stayed? Um, I I've moved my COVID program forward to be, be in compliance with that. I haven't implemented it yet, but it's ready mm, to go. Ready. I'm ready to go, and you, I've man. used those tools. I I. 
just don't want to be caught in a position where if they do show up or want to see documentation, I don't want to be like, well, that was stayed. I know that's mm-hmm. that. Right. And, you know, it was just overturned and now we're here, but I don't have it. I don't think that's going to be a good excuse with them. So yeah, that's why I'm, I'm prepared for. I think that's great advice, man. So um, in closing, this whole OSHA thing, you were just, you know, you were just like initiated by fire. You you had been with the company about a year probably before COVID. Yeah. And so the last two years have been lived under this umbrella, this wet towel of COVID um, in, a, in a large facility, lots of employees, high profile. Yeah. Um, and you're coming out on the other side. Things are going reasonably well. Yeah, we're we're doing well. I mean, we're, that's impressive. We're we're keeping COVID on; it's under control. I mean, um, safety's improving every day. the 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 dart rate, the incident rate, the number of um, incidents has has dropped dr- dr- drastically since last year. Impressive. So, I mean, to me, that's that's it's working, and the employees, the employees, it shows what the employees too because. You provide that safe, safe work environment. I guarantee you, production's going to be better. Yeah, it's all correlated, right? It's yes, all you absolutely. can't separate those things out. I've always found that to be kind of odd or ironic. The thought that I have a safety program, I have a quality program. We do operations; they're all integrated. They're all so intimately intertwined. You can't separate it's them. The, yeah, the three-legged stool. Yeah, it's, you set all three legs there. If you're missing one, it's gonna it's gonna fall over. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah. It's good to see you, man. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Appreciate appreciate it. it. Hey, guys, I want to do a small business spotlight for you. Um, We have been working recently with a company called Wicked OSHA. Uh, Brent Colvin and his team have come up with a really useful solution for safety and health management for small contractors. Uh, It is an app-based system that helps you develop and manage your safety programs, your training, your documentation, I know this is incredibly challenging for small businesses like roofing contractors, small specialty trade contractors, and frankly, anybody that has a mobile workforce, I think this would be incredibly useful. So go check out Wicked OSHA. It's at wickedosha.com and see if this might be something that you would be willing to give a shot. I think there is a free trial opportunity. And so um, in in what I've seen of it, I think this is going to be incredibly useful. So go take a look at it. Thanks, everybody. Again, have a good weekend. If you're listening, we appreciate you. If you're watching on YouTube, um, I brought in the best-looking guy I knew for the first one of the first episodes, and um, of course, as as we discussed, hair and makeup was not on staff today, so I had to do my own hair and makeup. So uh, we apologize for any any discomfort that's caused you. Um, We'll talk to you soon. Stay focused on the mission and keep up the good work. Later. Huda Media Production.